Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, that was the voice of the great man, Brandy. And we're going to catch up with him in the final hour of the program. We look forward to that. Morgan Turanui this hour. If you missed the first hour, the missile and I, you can catch up via the podcast. That is available via the Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy podcast. And it's also the Run Home with Joel and Fletch podcast as well. Around the grounds at Pipe. And Sally Fitzgibbon's taken the lead in her heat. And she looks through because there's only a minute remaining in that particular heat. NRL round one is almost here. So we've launched Brighton's Lawyers, your verdict. Win $2,500 playing your verdict, thanks to Brighton's Lawyers. In and out for round one. Pick one winner in every round of the 2022 NRL season for your 2023 season, for that is. You'd pick the 2022 winners easy enough, wouldn't you? For your chance to win. If your verdict wins, you survive, get it wrong, and you're out. Last person standing wins Brighton's Lawyers, your verdict. Pick one NRL winner each week for the chance to win $2,500. Head to sensurvivor.com.au. Now, we mentioned earlier about 1959. The Day the Music Died, American Pie, John McLean. He wrote the song, Don McLean, that is, uh, wrote the song, American Pie. That's the song I grew up with. Dashing Dan, Lieutenant Dan, grew up with the Rolling Stones, Brooksy, Hotel California, and our man, the Missile, the Beatles. Plenty coming through here. Um, this one says, good morning, boys. Dad was a Roy Orbison fan, so for me it was Blue Bayou, says the big G. High Sugar Missile, Cam from Carlo here. The nostalgia song for me is Van Halen. Hot for teacher. Hi, boys. The soundtrack to every road trip for me was Van Morrison in my childhood. Nick, well, that'd be Brown Eyed Girl, wouldn't it? Yeah, Gloria. Mm. Gloria. Great album, that one. Keep them coming through. Plenty of talk uh, sport to get to. Of course, the Heat. They have shocked the Sixers. They're off to Perth to take on the Scorchers in the final of the Big Bash. We're looking forward to... uh, having Morgan Turanuri come up and speak about Eddie Jones. We'll catch up with him in this hour. And this is – we had Sats on yesterday, Miss Hall. With these strikes, you, you hear these strikes sort of threaten to happen, and, but you never really believe in them. NRL All-Stars next Saturday is in Rotorua. Now, Sats is very, very doubtful it'll happen. What, what do you think? That's the first I've heard of it. Uh, you know what I find frustrating with uh... – with, with what's going on at the moment. And I honestly haven't heard your opinion on this, Joel, so I don't know where you stand. But I find it really bad when an ex-player comes out and says the current players are greedy. I think players... Noel Crusher-Cleal. Was it correct, Crusher? Yeah. But there's been whispers of other, like, you know, they've mentioned sources in stories and stuff yeah. like that. And the media's going pretty hard on, you know, backing the NRL. That's, you know, that's, that's their agenda. And the players... Uh, have a different voice but any player that comes out and and calls current players greedy I think is so damaging to what they're trying to do because when you look a little bit more deeply into what's going on it's it's really not about the money that's that's one aspect to it but I'm so behind the players here that whatever action they think is necessary I'm 110% behind them and they're what they're campaigning for um so if that means striking games I'd hate to see it I'd hate even more to see these 150 players come from the USA to fill oh. teams. <laughs> Honestly, what did you think when you read that? Oh, absolute baloney. 
Absolute baloney. Like, we've got a whole set of uh, New South Wales Cup, Queensland Cup. You can find players, but it won't happen. I, I, don't, I don't think a strike will happen. But this uh, All-Stars game, could that be cannon fodder in, in the negotiations? Yeah, it, it probably could because it has less implications on the, the competition as a whole. Now, a manly legend, uh, Noel Crusher. And this is the other thing too. Like, Crusher is not quoted. He's, you, you see a lot of former players and they're always quoted about every yeah. single thing. Crusher clearly is not one of those guys. So, yeah. therefore, when he has something to say, it probably – People listen. People listen. So, manly great is Crusher Cleal. Peter Peters, also uh, manly great. Uh, he has responded to Anthony Seabold's comments. Now, there's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I love Anthony Seabold. Mm. But you've got to be very, very careful taking on the former players. Yeah. For example, word has it at Broncos – you know, didn't the marriage there with Seabold and the, the former players? Yeah, yeah. You, you've just got to find a way to make it work. Yeah, this is not a great start. Peters went on radio and said the Seagulls should cut ties with Trebojevic. So he was talking about the fact that you know how much they're paying him for how many games he's played. I think he's yeah. played something like an average of eleven games over the last four seasons. Yeah, uh, Fletch and I disagree with that. By the way, we think that you know, if you're any chance of winning a competition, got to have him. You got to have yeah. Tommy Turbo. Yeah. Um, Peters has responded to Seabold because Seabold said that the comments were uneducated. Now, mm. that, that's – I just wouldn't it's have heavy. went there. Heavy. heavy. So, Peter Peters has this to say. I've had that many calls from people saying that what you said is what everyone else is thinking about but haven't said it. What I did say is that if it continues, the run of injuries, he may have to go into early retirement. I never said release. Mate, that is just a pure business view that I took. I mean, Tommy got 300000 a game last year. You've got to be accountable for that. He's worth every penny when he is playing. But I have said before, you can't have a Lamborghini in the garage that is not mechanically sound and you can't drive it. I don't take a backward step on any of that. It is where he has before. It is where he was before he went to the U.S. for treatment on his troubles and hamstrings. I hope he's well. The game needs him. Manly definitely need him. He's a wonderful player, but not everything has a fairy tale ending. I joined Manly in 1969, and I was a journalist at the time, and Ken Irvine and myself were the only two full-fledged journalists who were actually playing the game. And not once since then, with a multitude of premiership coaches and a multitude of CEOs and the greatest administrator the game has ever seen in Ken Arthurson, have I once been told that I can't or I should refrain from giving my view. So he's taken it quite personally, mm. Peter Peters. Um, yeah, I I don't think you win taking on the former cohort, that's for sure there. In other news, Penrith, Liam Martin, shoulder injury at training, so suffered an AC, and AC joint injury in a wrestling session. Martin, fresh off re-signing with the Panthers, could miss the World Club Challenge. And, and St. Helens are saying this could be the greatest victory ever if they can beat the Penrith Panthers. Just under 8,000 tickets have been sold for the Clash at Penrith in just over two weeks' time. Zero chance. They're going to get pumped by the Panthers. On home soil. <laughs> yeah. On home soil. St. Helens. Keep dreaming. Yeah, I agree. Jack Bird, he suffered an injury at training. Now, I believe he's become their number one, number six, with the news around Junior Amone. Mm. No issues with the ACL. So he left training with a knee injury, but no issues with the ACL. He's done the left one twice. And the right one once. He's optimistic he'll be fit for round two against the Titans. How do you feel about Jack Bird at 5'8", Brooksy? I, I think it's the only option the really only option. going forward. Um, Would you be surprised if they rolled out Moses Embi round one? I wouldn't be surprised. Hawk loves him. Hawk I know, absolutely he, loves him. Well, that's the thing. Like They're going to have to try and get through these so, first so few so rounds. So Sullivan's out, right? He'll miss the start Hamstring, of the season. Yep. 
Amon's been chasing people with hammers, so he's not playing. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> allegedly, so you're, you're low on, you're low on halves. So there's really no other choices. That's it. Like, yeah. we've, and so we've it's Jack Bird or Empire. Yeah. And it's, it's not the best start. We generally get off to decent starts to start the season. You know, there's always, there's that, um, that little, meme that goes yeah. around with the St. George bank, uh, dragon in the phone box. And it's like, Hey, I'm um, ticket tech. I need two tickets to the grand final. Yeah. 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 But I, it's not looking good there's dominoes falling all over the place mm. and generally with long-term injuries but it, we're gonna have to get through hopefully we get that round two win against the titans we got the round one bye as well so maybe oh, that'll give us a bit one. of yeah it'll give us a you know a bit of time to get everyone healthy <laughs> for round two imagine but, saying at the start of the season give people a bit of time to get healthy <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, the season. But, but that's where we're at yeah I like know. we've had a string of bad luck a team of beaters it's yeah it's gonna be a tough one this season no real big recruits coming in uh yeah as a bulldogs fan and you know i've done probably the past almost decade of this now it's tough starting the season knowing that the chances of a, a finals appearance are low they're slim yeah. I came out with the early crow declaring the Bulldogs to make the top eight. Yeah. Do you share my confidence? Oh, you're 100% right. Yeah. 100% right. Are you say I, that as a fan or you genuinely believe I'm I right? genuinely believe it based yeah. on the roster, based on Cameron Serraldo, based on chats that I've had with people at the club and the the changes that they've seen around the club. They're all they're all very confident of, of a finals appearance. And I also believe, and this is another early crow, one of these three teams will miss the eight. Sharks, Cowboys, Parramatta. And that's the position I think the Bulldogs take. I'm pretty confident on it. History says three out, three in. Welcome to the crow. That's the crow. <laughs> now, the Dragons obviously trying to fill a void in the halves. They've knocked back the Brody Croft deal. Now, Brody Croft, former Melbourne Storm player, he kept Jerome Hughes out of that halfback jumper for a grand final, in fact. Uh, 2022 Man of Steel winner, which is their equivalent of the Dally M. But the Dragons were asked to pay a transfer fee from Salford for 250000 mm. and they've said, no, thanks. Mm. Um, so Brody Croft not going to the Dragons. You're the Dragons fan here, Brooksy. Would you have liked to have seen Brody Croft? Well, we it would have been nice to put him in with Hunt with the situation that's presented itself. I wouldn't have probably done it if Amone wasn't available. Like mm. I thought that combination is the f- next two, three years until Hunt retires. But yeah, like it, desperate times call for desperate measures, but 250 grand just to tran- just to get him back to Australia, I don't think so. Like, Sounds like a club without money to me. Bulldogs just paid $500,000 yeah. for an 18-year-old that's never played. I don't think the transfer fee is an issue if your club's got money. If, if, you need, if you need to fill a position in the halves, and they desperately do, what's 250K in the, in the scheme of a season? Hook, Hook might not last past origin time. So if he's not willing to pay 150 for Brody Croft or the club power brokers, I, I don't see them as backing him as, as a coach. But that's why, like back to what you were saying about putting Mbai in, mm. like the difference between Mbai and Croft, let's say, might be a win. You know, will that actually matter for the Dragons yeah. like long term? Like yeah. it, it might make them 14th instead of 16th. Well, how's you know, Croft like, been going in the Super League? You, Player, well, of the, hasn't he? player of the year. Player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 well, you mentioned that you think Penrith are going to flog St. Helens. Yeah. It's yeah. a big, massive gap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah massive yeah. gap. I'll tell you who I'd go after just temporarily. I'd go, and, like, obviously, Jamal Fogarty's fit for Canberra. Mm. 
So he missed a big chunk of the season. I'd go get Matt Frawley. Yeah. Just, just for a loan. Just for right. a loan deal to kick your season off. I pick off. up. I, I don't know why any clubs haven't got um, young Campbell, Jaden Campbell from the Titans. By all reports, Brimson's going to play fullback with Foran and Tenor Boyd in the halves. I'd be going after Campbell red hot right now. Mm. Well, that's what I'd be doing. I'd wait and see. You don't need to make a move right now. You've got June 30 as your deadline. You wait and see what teams do. Teams like the Titans who have got mm. like a five into four situation where you've got Toby Sexton, you've got Tanner Boyd that are likely not going to, or one of them's likely not going to get NRL game time. Yep. So you might go to one of those clubs and do a deal. Like the Titans have been up for it. They did a um, Marzu for Randall swap. They might be keen for another one to fill another area when they've got a surplus in their halves. And I think that's what the Dragons need to do. Just mm. wait and see, see what happens, see who's out of favour. And if they fit well with Ben Hunt, they might have played with Ben Hunt before. Who knows? That's an option to do, like, pull the trigger round three, round four, maybe do a swap deal or something there. But what about even, like, so, and it costs you nothing, and you're not even having for the whole year. Similar to what Harry Grant. So when Harry Grant went to the Tigers, the Tigers win by getting a good player. He played enormous. But it gave the Melbourne Storm a huge start in the career of Harry Grant. So the next year when they got him, he was off and racing, and he'd learnt so much having played mm. first grade. So, you know, Matt Frawley for the Dragons temporarily. Kurt Falls at Penrith, yeah. who filled in for, for Nathan Cleary. Yeah. He's clearly not going to get a run behind Jerome Luai yeah. and, um, and and also Nathan Cleary. So I'd be saying, listen, um, Ivan, would you like Kurt to get a bit of first-grade experience temporarily here mm. at the Dragons? Win-win for the Panthers, win-win for the Dragons. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have your say. Uh, plenty of uh, songs still coming through as well. Uh, good morning, boys. Uh, my old man was a country fan, so a Cow to the County was a regular playing song on the tape deck during the road trips as a kid. Cow to the County, was that Kenny Rogers? I think it was Kenny Rogers. What a classic, Kev from Camden. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Keep them coming through. This is Breakfast with the Missile and Joel. Summer Breakfast, all thanks to Brian as lawyers. A break and back with more. Morgan Turanui, not too far away. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 1170am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.